Hey, what's good, everybody? Welcome to episode 147 of True to Size. Nervous, shmervous. That was fine. What's going on, everyone? And welcome to True to Size. We are a weekly podcast centered around the wild world of sneakers. I will be your host today. My name is Lawrence Hopkins, and I'm joined by the rest of the quarantine. Yes, we are back being quarantined in our separate households. The rest of the quarantine at Canada Got Soul, Mr. Joel Hernandez. Yo. Mr. Alvin Martinez. What up, what up, what up? And. Oh, bars. <laughs> The pride of Halifax, but don't let her tiny feet fool you. She's got style that's unmatched, and her school game will school you. Oh, okay. She's in the lead while everyone else chases. Let's put a bow on this thing and say what up to Lisa Laces. Laces! Wow, thank you. Lisa, thank you for being here all the way from the wild, wild east. We appreciate it. We know it's a past everyone's bedtime, but we appreciate you being here with us. Oh, thank you for having me. It's an honor. Absolutely. Oh, an honor. This might be the first person who has said it's an yeah. honor. So yeah, really. already <laughs> guest of the year in my books, 100%. <laughs> We've got a crazy good show for you guys this week. We're kicking it off with a fire round question from someone who is not me. And we're following up with more crazy pieces hitting the auction block. Then we're going to get Christmassy and NSR. But before turning our attention to our fabulous guest, Lisa Laces. Yes, it's her first time here. So, of course, she gets to play two of our favorite games, 21 Guestions and Joel. How much is that? And after that, we're going to touch on her solography before getting to know a little more what it's like to be a sneakerhead in Atlantic Canada. But first, Alvin. Fire round. Yes, the fire round. We like to start every show with a quick hitting question from you, our listeners. And this week's question comes from Gerald Castro, good friend of the show, longtime listener. We appreciate you, Gerald. And he says, got a question for the pod. With Nike looking like they got a firm grasp on the sneaker market, what do you guys think they need to do to avoid or to avoid, or what do they need to do or avoid doing, sorry, in order to stay up there? So a lot of people will always ask, what do other brands need to do to take over? What does Nike need to do to stay where they are? While you guys think he also adds, keep up the good work. Loving the added videos on YouTube gives me another thing to look forward to from you guys. Gerald, very kind words. Thank you very much. So I'll start it off if you guys want to think. The only thing I can think of, um, the reason that Nike was able to take back over when Adidas had their little stint of being number one was be- was because Adidas kind of did it to themselves. Adidas really oversaturated the thing that people were after, which was like Ultra Boost, NMD, pretty much anything with Boost. And Adidas really oversaturated themselves and like flushed themselves out of the market. And Nike was kind of just there waiting in the wings to take over again. So I think what Nike needs to do is just ensure they don't oversaturate themselves and give the people too much of what they want um, or at least have other things coming down the pipeline. Like Off-White was their bread and butter for a while, and they kind of oversaturated it, but waiting in the wings was Dunks. So now Dunks are the big thing, and now Dunks are kind of starting to oversaturate themselves, and now you got to assume something else is coming. Um, so my big thing would just be make sure they don't oversaturate themselves. Uh, Alvin, what about you? What do you think? I don't know, man. I feel like Nike's got things planned like five years, ten years in advance already. You can already see like the kind of trajectory they're kind of take next year with all the retro basketball that's going to be coming out. Like you're seeing like LeBron eight South beaches. You got the Grinch, Kobe, like all the retro basketball that we were copying when they first dropped and was like chilling on shelves. They're going to be so hyped right now. Like it's going to be ridiculous, especially with the unfortunate events of earlier this year, like retro basketball, I feel like is next year's bread and butter. Um, aside from the regular like Air Maxes and all the other stuff that they're going to drop that are going to be crazy. Like, I don't know, man, like obviously other brands will have their, their shine because they're doing something right. But Nike's always somehow ahead of the game. Yeah. So essentially I agree with you. I think they just need to always have what's next. 
Like they, yeah. like I said, they had off white, then they had dunk waiting, and now next year it's retro basketball waiting to come back. Like every year, there's going to be something, and unless they slip up themselves, then they're going to stay where they are for sure. Uh, Joel, what do you think? What do they need to continue to do to stay on top or avoid doing to make sure no one else takes that place? Man, I don't even know. Like I don't even know if if they're going to even slip. Like they're just on that roll right now, and you know, taking over like you know the NBA. Like even with you know, I think they took over Major League Baseball too, with like with the uniforms and stuff. I think that's so correct. That's that's like taking off. Like you know, merchandise got the swoosh on it. Everybody, every kid's gonna want to be like you know, their 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 role player, and and obviously they're wearing the swoosh. So, boom, there goes Nike again. So, it's it's just a matter of time, man. Like you know what I mean? They just gotta keep keep pushing and and you know i don't i don't even see them slipping at all yeah i feel like that i feel like that adidas for two three years was kind of an anomaly like nike's been ahead of the game for the most part of their existence um from what i can remember or what i've read at least so uh yeah i don't see a lot happening to take over their place but uh lisa what do you think what does nike slash jordan uh need to do to maintain this uh top tier of the mountain status that they currently hold well, I kind of agree with Joel. Um, for me, Nike is the goat. I don't do the three stripes or anything like that. So um, I just think they should just keep doing what they're doing. You know, the releases are so hard to get, and people always want what they can't have. Oh, shit. Yeah, 100%. They got to make sure, like I said, they don't oversaturate themselves. Don't, don't sell yourself out. That's Let others do that for you. Uh, good answers all around. And thank you, Gerald, for the question. That was a very thought-provoking way to start the episode. If you would like to submit a question for the fire round and have us answer it on the pod, please shoot us a message on Instagram or email us at canadagotsoul at gmail.com. Next up is the CGS Picks. Each week, we all pick an upcoming sneaker to analyze, dissect, and give our thoughts on. Then we decide if it's poop, scoop, whoop-de-whoop, or Alvin's trademark phrase. Super cute. Super cute, mate. And we're going to give honors of going first this week to the one with the best Australian accent, and that would be me. So (laughs) (laughs) my... (laughs) I did a poll of all the my best friends, and they all said I had the best Australian accent, so I get to go first. And and my pick this week is the uh, long anticipated. These were supposed to come out in like the summer, and now they're slowly trickling in with uh, official images and detailed shots. It's the Air Jordan Four Sashiko. Um, so there was a Nike Dunk SB that released earlier this year that had a similar uh, pattern or inspiration behind it, and essentially the idea is uh, in the uh, Asian culture, Sashiko is essentially reworking older fabrics to make them new again. So that's what they did with the Nike Dunk. It was like a distressed denim, and they did an embroidered swoosh on the upper to make it new again. And these are a similar vibe. So it's kind of like a patchwork-looking Jordan 4. You've got different patterns on all the different panels, um, including on the heel tab, including on the tongue. The laces, are they come factory lace, different colors. You've got actual patches throughout the shoe. Um, uh, it's kind of like a navy, but like greenish navy upper. It's a really interesting color. It's I really like these shoes a lot. You've got like a sail outsole, um, the same color on the wing, the plastic wing on the side and on the heel tag and a translucent or like milky-ish outsole. I'm a big fan of these. Um, they're expected to release sometime holiday 2020. Like I said, they were very, uh, they were supposed to come out in the summer and then they got delayed. And now it looks like their official release date is supposed to be sometime in December. I'm seeing December 5th, but we know that's usually subject to change. I, I doubt I'll go for them because retail price is likely to be quite, 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 quite high due to the, uh, details. But uh, they're like a whoop-de-whoop for me in terms of like how much I like them. Like these are a clean-ass shoe. I think that they deserve all the shine that they're getting. Like the detail and the intricacy of the patterns is like amazing. And you love to see that on Jordans. Um, so yeah, I whoop-de-whoop for me. I just probably won't end up going for them because of the high price tag. But I really like them. Um, Joel, what do you got this week? All right. So what I got is the Nike Air Max 95 indestruct in the neon color boom <laughs> so when, when you first look at this shoe you're like 
you're like, damn, that looks like something from the military. You know, it's like <laughs> it's all like you know, padded up. It's got like all these these like pl- it looks like plastic pieces on it and stuff. And it looks like you can like kick rocks and it won't even hurt your feet, kind of thing. But um, indestructible. Yeah, indestructible, exactly. But uh, the more I see them, don't do the it. The more I love them, like you know what I mean. Oh, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Yo, these are like. You can do anything with these, bro. Like you can skateboard in these. You can fucking surf in them. You don't you do any of those like, things. I know, man. But like, I, you know, it's like it's indestructible, yo. But yeah, these are super cool. You know what else like, you can skateboard and surf in? What's that? Regular neon ninety fives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then I can like scuff up my toe. <laughs> sure. These will these will never scuff up my toe. I feel like indestructible <laughs> in these. But yeah, these are really cool. But anyway, yeah. So um, yeah, these dropped November thirtieth. Cute. I'll give them a cute for now. Um, but yeah, two hundred dollars US, which means it's gonna be like five hundred dollars Canadian or something like that. Oh man. Yeah, November thirtieth. But yeah, check it out, man. Let us know what you think. Yeah, let us know. It, they're getting a lot of mixed reviews. It seems like a lot yeah. of the OG, OG, OG guys are happy to see it because they. I, if I'm not mistaken, this shoe has come out before, um, but I think that, like Alvin said last week, everyone's just waiting for Neon 95s to come back. So this was just yeah. like a a swift punch to the face that they yeah. they were like, "We know you want it, but not yet." Oh, no, Ugh, no, yeah, 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 jerks. Um, <laughs> Alvin, what do you got for us this week? Uh, this week, I'm kind of bringing some of that homegrown talent. Uh, the good folks over at Better Gift Shop in Toronto mm. have a collab going on with Vans. Uh, mm-hmm. So they did a Vans Style 36, and they also did a half cab. Um, and, man, my, my favorite pair from the two is probably the... Uh, they're both my favorite. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just because, honestly, yo, they're both different, man. And the, the, the blue um, that they use is pretty much the blue that matches their uh, logo on the shop. Mm-hmm. And, like... It, it's and it's beautiful. Like yo, the leather just looks hella supple and buttery, and that white and like, come on. And plus, it's like homegrown, like Canadian. Like yeah, shout out to Abby, Abby Gold. Gold. Like, yeah, man. Yeah, I don't know. I love these man, and uh, they're set to release on uh, November twenty eighth on the mm-hmm. web store for the style thirty six. You're looking at one sixty CAD. Uh, which is about 123 USD. And then for the half cabs, you're looking at 180 Canadian, which is like 138 USD. Um, I'm, I'm going to call these... Uh, uh, shit. I want to cop them, but I shouldn't. <laughs> but I'm going to try. Fuck it. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to call these... Uh, <laughs> honestly, anything anything like homegrown, anything made by Canadians, yeah, man. I got I to gotta try to mess with because, I mean, Bro, one, that... they're both amazing. Two... Yeah. You got to rep the Canadian. You got to support the local. So um, I'm going to try. I'm not going to probably not going to succeed because I'm, I'm pretty sure these are going to sell out. Um, but yeah, November 28th. Good luck to everyone trying to cop, including myself. So wish me luck. Yeah, I might be there with you, bro. I agree. You need to support yeah, all these any Toronto or Canadian local shops, um, wherever you're from. But for us, obviously, Toronto and Canada, like we need to make sure we keep getting them. So if you want to make sure you keep getting them, you make sure you give them love and you make sure they sell out. So I'm sure they'll have no problem selling out because that I love that blue. Like that pale, like washed out blue is lovely. And then it's not quite white. It's like an off white. And it, yeah, yeah, really well done. I don't know yeah. what the difference is between the uh, old school and what's it called? The style 36. Style 36. Yeah. Um. They're very, very similar looking. I'm sure if it was a quote unquote old school, which it essentially is, it would be a little bit more hype. But mm-hmm. now I like these. I like the low one a lot. The style 36. Yeah. I think I might be there. Yeah. Might be there with you, Alvin. What day of the week is November 28th? That's a Saturday. So we'll Let's see. Get it. I'll text you. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lisa, what do you got for us this week? Okay, my my pick for this week is the um, Singles Day Jordan 6. So oh, it's an all-black sneaker. Um, it has actually embroidered on the... Um, it's with roses and basketballs and nets, and it has a lot of flowers on it. So oh, I love flowers. So 
On the front, it has a red heart-shaped lace overlay. And then uh, it has a gold jump man hanging from the laces. So that's just super cute. Oops. It's got the premium materials and it's going for 210 on November 25th. Mm -hmm. so that's, that's soon. That's very soon. Super cute. Just a super cute Ooh, for you. Super yeah, cute. Are these uh, a ladies exclusive or are these a uh, general release? They're women's exclusive. Women's exclusive. That's what I thought. These are cool. I yeah. like these. They're a little bit more subtle. Um, than some of the other ladies exclusives yeah. we've seen. But uh, hey, I don't mind that. I think that's cool that they're not yeah, just... I love the singles day releases. I got the um, singles day fours. I think it was two years ago they came out in mm -hmm. 2018. Mm -hmm. And the details on them were amazing. They had a secret layer underneath them, the all red yeah, fours. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Did you strip off that upper red layer on yours or did you just keep them all red? No, I kept it all red. Yeah, I kept a DS on that pair. Boring. All right. <laughs> Next up, This Week in Kicks. This is the part of the show where we discuss the current headlines and happenings in the world of sneakers. And as mentioned, we've mentioned it many times on the podcast this year. I don't know what it is about this year. But uh, this has been the year of auctions of really, really, really cool things. And we've got another one, another really, really cool thing being auctioned off. So an historic piece of MJ history is up for sale as of now. So like we said, it's been a popping year for sports memorabilia. Um, we've got another banger that just hit the auction block. Care of our good friends of the show with their very weird name, Sotheby's. Um, so the item in question, Michael Jordan's game worn Jersey from the oh. infamous shattered backboard incident in 1985 oh, 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 oh. is now up for auction. So that's a really cool copy. one. Uh, for those yeah. who didn't know before or don't know the shattered backboards, uh, they're black and orange. The Jordan ones, they're not inspired by Halloween. They are actually inspired by the, uh, now legendary dunk by MJ in a charity game in Italy where he literally, you'll never guessed it, shattered a backboard. Um, so the color scheme is the same as the jersey he was wearing. Of course, it's black and orange, and it's inspired several Jordan 1s since about 2015 mm -hmm. when they started bringing mm -hmm. them back. Um, the auction is live now on Sotheby's, and the starting bid is set at a, a modest, very soft $390,000 Canadian. Oh, that was my bid, yo. yo. Uh, you're winning then. I put up my house for it. Yeah. <laughs> Our next previously in kicks is going to be a big one then. Yeah. yeah, I'll be living in my Jeep though. Yeah, I was going to say, you're going to be in the middle of an empty field, but you'll have a really cool jersey. Signed, by the way. It is also yeah. signed, so there's that. Nice. Are so, there are there pieces of, of shattered backboard in it? There, There is no glass embedded in it anymore, unfortunately. I did look it up. There is no glass in the jersey. They, yeah, they must have shaken it off, maybe vacuumed it. They bug-bugged it, and there's nothing left in it. <laughs> um, shout out to all the Filipinos. Next up, previously in Kicks, this is the part of the show where we review our latest pickups and recap the latest happenings in our sneaker lives. We'll let Alvin go first because next week he's going to have a game-worn Michael Jordan jersey, so he's never going to top that, and we'll let him go first this week so he feels modest going into next. Uh. What did I? Yes. So the good homies over at the Adidas hooked us up with the uh, Pam Pam ZX 1000s. Um, and Pam Pam's actually pretty dope because it's the first uh, women's concentrated, like exclusive store in the UK. Uh, they opened it up in like 2015. And basically, all the sneakers and all the apparel that they brought into the store were catered to ladies, which is hella yeah. dope. Shout out to Make Way, who's opening also now yeah uh, saturday speak yeah uh, who who are doing amazing things and i feel like honestly in the near future they should have a collabo as well nice. but uh yeah man yo these pam pams are crazy dog like they got the suede it's butter they got like pink stripes on them and then the cheetah print on them with like the um the synthetic pony hair is ridiculous and like all Ooh. the details they put on the shoe is like it's crazy um peep our youtube though because there's gonna be a video there that should already be up by the time you're listening to this. So Ooh, something like that, new. subscribe that and comment on that and tell us how much you don't or how much you do like it. <laughs> Either way, we <laughs> want to know, but you're going to like it. Yeah. Um, 
And we're, by the way, check our Instagram yesterday. This doesn't really work. Yeah, we're going, we're doing a, a sneak preview of Make Way on Friday, which is the day before this releases. So hopefully you watched it yesterday. <laughs> <not> <laughs> I guess that's hard to say. But uh, I know that our, our guest this week, Lisa, had a VIP uh, virtual tour of the show, or sorry, of the uh, store today. Do you want to give everybody your first impressions of the space? It was honestly mind-blowing. I was just blown away by everything in the store, all the details, all the products, everything. It was just incredible what they have. Yeah, nice. I'm very, very excited to see it tomorrow. Uh, we're, we're cooler, so we get to go in person, but it's nice that you got uh, a virtual <laughs> tour. I know, and I'm happy they're going to have an online store starting on Monday. So oh, there's some news. Ooh, see, there you go. Breaking news on True to Size. There you go. Uh, that's it for you, Alvin, this week? Uh, I believe so. It better be. Um, Until I get that jersey, we'll see what happens. I, wait a second, didn't you meet up with somebody over, or are you not talking about that one? I saw... Oh my god! Yeah, no, I totally forgot about that. Um, so last week, after I chilled with Timbo on the Saturday when the other episode released, um, I met up with our whole good homie, Heads Ain't Ready, uh, who just had our big brother joel on his podcast sneaker dad so hit up yep. that podcast too yeah, um, yeah yeah yo he hooked me up with the 09 shadow ones uh <laughs> if you guys don't know the difference um. between those shadow ones and the shadow ones that came out recently <laughs> it's suede instead of like leather or it's still a leather but it's just super 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 smooth it does have a jump in on it but i personally like to jump in on it because the quality on that specific pair is I've always wanted that pair, man. And uh, yeah. he hooked it up graciously. Like, there's honestly nothing wrong with it. He wore it a couple times, and it's pretty much still DS. You already know how John takes care of his stuff. Mm. Um, he also hooked me up with, like, the Vault um, Ghost Racers, I believe they're called. Ooh, nice, nice. Yeah, always wanted that pair. Been eyeing it. It's on sale on other sites, but I just never pulled the trigger. And then he was just like, yo, just this price. I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. And then... <laughs> And then I cough. But yeah, yo, I'm done for the year until... Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah bro. Y'all win. Aren't we all? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was done for the year I'm in done. January. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. I'm already done for next year, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's fast. <laughs> Shit. I, I want to tell the story because Alvin called me. I was talking on the phone. I'm talking to Alvin on the phone that Saturday. And he said... Oh, I was out. Like he mentioned that he was going somewhere. I was like, Oh, you saw John? Like I knew he saw John. He was trying to he was trying to keep it from me, but I knew he saw John because John posted it on his story and I was like, Oh, you saw John, huh? And I was like, What I was like, what did you get? He's like, just a couple pairs, and I guessed the exact two pairs that he purchased. I was like, it was the shadows and the ghost racer, wasn't it? I felt like a like a overprotective girlfriend. Like, oh, you went and saw John, huh? What did he give you this time? Mm-hmm. Right. Ghost uh, racers, huh? Who is she? But uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But anyways, we won't talk about that now. I'll talk. I'll scold you later about it. Um, Joel, any pickups for you last week? This week? Uh, nothing. Nothing for me. Nothing for you. I almost thought that I didn't pick up anything, but then I would be lying because I remembered right before the episode aired that I did. But I th- it was one of those ones where you throw it right in the closet, so I almost forgot about it. It's the uh, Air Max 90 in the orange, total orange colorway, so the remaster. I posted them on Instagram, and everyone thought I was like really, really cool because they thought they were the infrared, and I had to tell them, no, I'm not really, really cool. This is the one that's on sale right now. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's the total orange infrared 90, the remastered edition. They're really cool. The only beef that I have with them, there's two beefs. One of them is not the shoe's fault. One of them is the shoe's fault. I got them from Foot Locker, um, and there was no hang tag in it, and I didn't notice until I opened them at Ooh. home. And that's oh. that's rude. So Foot Locker, yeah. you know what you did. Um, <laughs> some Foot Locker employee <laughs> or some customer stole my orange hang tag. Orange and you know, they're just it's hanging from their rear view mirror in their car, yeah. and I'm really upset about it. But uh, And it also, it's the only one of the infrared or sorry the uh, remastered air max 90s that doesn't come in the cool retro box and i don't know why that is because the reason i got them was because i have a space for that size box like there's a space there's a space back there that's perfectly suited for that shape and then i got it and i was like fuck i don't have space for this box but that's my only beef one of them is not the shoe's fault and one of them is the shoe's fault 
Um, Lisa, I know you are a frequenter on online shopping, so you probably have a Sean Go Ask Hall to tell us about. But uh, any pickups in the last week, year. month, year, whatever? Yeah, a couple months, whatever. Yeah, you're, you're not wrong. So I'll just keep it to my latest pickup, my very latest, which was the um, Dark Mocha Jordan 1s. You know, nice. I couldn't get the Travis ones because they don't come in my size. So these yeah. are going to be mine, Travis. I like them mm. better, honestly. I think they're really nice. Um, mm. And I also got um, one of the Nike um, certified lover boy oh. Drake t-shirts. Oh, nice, nice. And that's really sure. nice, too. I really wanted the um, hat with the kiss mark, you know, the mm. white Nike mm. hat with the kiss, but... I'm on the hunt for that one. I have to have that. So I really wanted the socks from that collection, but I'm not paying like a hundred dollars for a pair of socks because yeah. no, I buy shoes on sale most of the time, so I'm not going to pay a hundred dollars <laughs> for socks. Um, are you going to put pink laces in the Mocha Jordan ones? I don't think so. No, you know what my plan is. I Good want answer. to. Um, Dye the laces in coffee. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Cran. Yeah. Homie Cran. Yeah. yeah. The one yeah. Who, who started the wave. Those are really cool. I think, actually, we'll do a quick plug. Our homie Cran actually opened a, a web store. I think it's called Cran's Coffee Shop or something like that. And he's selling coffee-dyed laces to put in your Mocha Jordan 1s. So check out Cran's sh- Coffee Shop, I believe, is the uh, website. He's only charging, like, 15 bucks. So, I mean... For a pair of laces that are hand-dyed, that's a really good deal. But, yeah, they look yeah. so cool when they're that off-white, light brown kind of look with the coffee. Yeah, so, yeah. big fan. Good choice. Good choice on not pink laces. I would, If you could have said orange laces and I would have said, yes, that's better than pink. Just don't. Ooh, orange. Just don't. Yeah, orange, bro. That was a cool. joke, but now I'm thinking that might be cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Next up, thumbs up, thumbs down. In this part of the show, we give our opinion on various sneaker-related topics with zero context or discussion. All we're allowed to say is thumbs up or thumbs down. And this week, I want to know, so we've mentioned it on the podcast many times, um, it seems like we know what shoes are coming out and when, Earlier and earlier and earlier and earlier. Like, we just got a preview from Jordan Brand about pretty much every single shoe they're releasing in the next calendar year. Um, it's Their sneaker leakers are bigger than ever. We know everything that's coming out with images and release dates and special packaging and everything. So I want to know, thumbs up, thumbs down to really, really far in advance, release info. Do you like having the release info really far in advance? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Joel. Joel's frozen. Alvin. <laughs> uh, yo, thumbs. Ooh, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Mm, really? I'm going to go Come thumbs on. down, actually. Uh, Lisa. <laughs> I'm going to go all the way up on this one. Really? Like no, no explanation. No, no explanation. Lisa. <laughs> Lisa, no. No, you're not allowed. You're not allowed. You're not allowed. If if the listeners want to hear the explanation, they can write in and we can give it next week. Nothing. She is thumbs up and that is all. Joel, you're unfrozen now. How do you feel? Up. Thumbs up. Oh, I'm the only thumbs down. All right. Oh. I, I guess I lose. I'm the weakest link. Goodbye. Uh, (laughs) next up NSR we talk about sneakers a lot so in this weekly segment we're going to take 30 seconds out of the show to discuss something completely irrelevant to the world of sneakers and it's as we speak right now November 19th 2020 we are just over a month away we'll say what 36 days away from Christmas it feels like the year has Christmas. Did you guys just both sing the same song at the same time? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, we planned it, bro. We planned it. Yeah, do it. This is the worst podcast on the planet. Lisa, I know you sing too. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I can do the harmony. There you go. And I'll just beatbox behind. Anyways, I want to know, as Christmas is coming, it tis the season, as they say. When is it time to put up the Christmas tree? 
I know people, some people are right after Halloween, like November 1st. Some people are week before Christmas. They're getting a real one. They don't want it to die and leave its little whatever they're called all over the place. Um, Joel, when is the right time to put up the Christmas tree? Um, I'd probably have to say like December 1st. That's fair. Mm, December, December Uno. That's a Monday this year. So you're going to have fun with that. Um, Alvin, what about you? When is it time to put up the Christmas tree? Uh, I'm going to say soon. Soon. No, I I would say probably like a month or so before. Or when you're like starting to feel like the Christmas spirit, Mm -hmm. I would say put it up. I mean, yo, you you said it. Some people do it like right after Halloween and they're like, yo, it's Christmas. Bang. Yeah. But I it, it takes me a while to to start feeling the stuff. Christmas um, Eve. But I mean, usually like a month before the tree will be up because we start shopping for for all the kiddos and stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see. That's fair. So that's in like a couple of days then. That's like this weekend ish or the weekend after. Yeah. Um, yeah. for me, I would probably say the same. It pro- it kind of depends on the mood. This year, I felt like I got in the Christmas mood a lot earlier. Like November first came, and I was like. Christmas music time. Let's go. Give me that. Give me that CHFI. Give me all that Christmas music. Yeah. It's time. I carry Christmas. Oh yeah, all of it. I need Let's all the go. Christmas music. This year has been so shitty and Christmas has been the only thing that's like they can't cancel it. It's coming. So, we're yeah. going to do it. So, let's do Christmas music from as soon as possible. I'll say probably about the same as Alvin, like a month before. So, either this weekend or next weekend, the tree will probably be up and decorated. I know that our guest this week is like Mrs. Claus. So I want to know, (laughs) Lisa, when is the correct time to put up the Christmas tree? Okay, the correct time to put up the Christmas tree is November 12th because it's the day after Remembrance Day. Okay. Uh, I hear that. That's fair. So you want to, so it's not like Halloween, then Christmas. I know you mentioned that uh, Remembrance Day is bigger in Atlantic Canada. I like that it doesn't get overshadowed by Christmas Mm -hmm. is coming. That's very good. Yeah, you gotta have your poppy, you know, and yeah, yeah. You can't For have real. your poppy and your Santa hat at the same time. That's just yeah. no. You gotta pick one, one at a time. Go oh. pumpkin, poppy, then tree. Pumpkin, Boom. poppy, presents. Pumpkin, Boom. P P P. P P P. And that was about thirty <laughs> seconds. Next up. Errors, edits, and e-messages. We're pretty smart guys, but from time to time, we make mistakes. So if you catch us slipping, hit us in the DM, and we'll let the world know that we goofed. And no goofing this week, thankfully. But oh, uh, our uh, our barber discussions last week did cause quite a stir. So oh. first, from Rushy Grant, he says, good friend of the show, he says, Lawrence, with the hard-hitting questions... That question about do you get offended if I wear a hat immediately after a cut is something I've always wondered. I also respectfully walk 10 steps outside the shop before putting on my hat. That's that's a real thing. It's a real it's a real concern. I don't know. Maybe it's a Canadian thing. Like I'm concerned about being not nice enough and I just need to. I, I like it, bro. I'm not going to put my hat on. That's how much I like the haircut. And then once I get outside, I'm like, no, nah, the hat's going on. But uh, yeah, so I'm glad that Rushy uh, agrees with me. And then also from Jay Wolfer, 73, this is a question for us. He oh. says, would you let someone cut your hair if they were wearing slides? And he says, if if yes, why don't you think men's toes are ridiculous? Um, <laughs> sorry, I think he said disgusting, not ridiculous. I don't know why I wrote ridiculous. Why don't you think men's toes are ridiculous? Uh, Joel, would you let someone cut your hair wearing sandals? No. <laughs> that was the most matter-of-fact no I've ever received from Joel. <laughs> um, Alvin, would you let Jig cut your hair wearing sandals? Yo, real talk, if Jig was comfortable in his sandals, I don't look at his feet. I don't see his feet. <laughs> I can't look down or else my fate will mess up. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah, can... yeah, 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 yeah. He can put on whatever sandals he wants. If he's comfy, I'm good, yo. Like, happy barber, happy hair, you know? That's true. That's very true. They do say that. That is a common saying. Uh, I th- I think I agree with you, and that's mostly because we know Jig really well. 
But like, mm. if I walked into a new barber shop, like never been there before, and like you know, yeah. Jig was out of town, or I'm on vacation or something, different city, and I'm like, I need a haircut, and I walked in, and they're like, oh, that guy's gonna cut your hair, and it's just some guy named Fernando standing there in like sandals. I'm like, I'm gonna go to the next one. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go to the next place. <laughs> So it definitely is dependent on the barber, not the not the feet, the barber. Uh, Lisa, would you let someone... I feel like it's different for females. Would you let someone cut your hair wearing open-toed shoes? Yes, I would. I feel like it's much different, and I don't oh. know why. Because if you walk by, like, a salon, they're all wearing sandals and flats. Cute and, sandals. Yeah. Sandals. Yeah. yeah. Maybe if Jig was wearing some cute sandals, I would be okay with it. <laughs> Yeah, Anyways. gladiator sandals, bro. Come oh yeah, I think <laughs> I think that our barber could really get away with that. He would look good in gladiator sandals. <laughs> His favorite movie is Three Hundred. So, all right. Anyways, <laughs> next up. <laughs> That's, yeah, it's not even gladiators. <laughs> next up. Next up. Next up. Let's get past. We're not talking about gladiator sandals anymore. Next up. <laughs> The moment everyone's been waiting for. We do have our guest here, Lisa Laces. Yo, let's go. Once again, thank you for being here. She took her cap off. She's getting stressed out because she ready, knows yo. what's coming. It's 21 questions. It's very simple. There are 21 questions. You just have to give us the first 21 answers that come to your head. There are no right answers, but there are also no wrong answers. Are you ready? I'm ready. Awesome. Question number one, air or boost? Air. Question number Don't two. Don't have any boost experience. Perfect. <laughs> Question okay. number two. Crew socks or no shows? No shows. Question number three. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Ooh, that's incorrect. Question number four. <laughs> pineapple on pizza? Hell yes. Hell yes. Hell yes. Yeah. Question number five. Kobe or LeBron? LeBron. Oh. Qu- oh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Uh, <laughs> slightly less cheering for that one. <laughs> question question number six. What is smaller, a molecule or an atom? <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. Incorrect. It's an atom. An atom is smaller. Question number seven. Laces tied tight in a bow or hanging and loose? Hanging and loose. Question number eight. When you get dressed in the morning, is it sneakers, then outfit, or outfit, then sneakers? Ooh. Um, sneakers, then outfit. For okay. me, it's all about the sneakers. 100% Ooh. correct. Question number nine. Favorite sneaker brand other than Nike or Jordan? Oh. Gucci. Gucci. Okay. Seems okay. like that's cheating, okay. but we'll take it. Question <laughs> number 10. Question number 10. What is the closer planet to the sun? Is it Venus or Saturn? Saturn. It is Venus by by quite a bit. Question number 11. Jordan 1s or Dunks? Jordan 1s. Question number 12. Who is the most influential person in sneakers right now? Virgil. Virgil. Question number 13. She had that one ready. I feel like she had that yeah, one in the yeah, chamber. Yeah. That was the quickest. She answered that one quicker than what kind of socks she wears. I had yeah. that one in the back. Okay. <laughs> question, question number 13. Original boxes or drop fronts? Um, I'm going to say neither for me because my closet, I have built-in cabinets. So I'm going to go built-in. All right. Big <laughs> unnecessary flex. Question number... Oh. Subtle flex. <laughs> Question number 14. Backstreet Boys or NSYNC? Oh. Wow, that's just... (laughs) (laughs) You got got her on this one, bro. I found the stumper. She's stumped. I'm going to go BSB. You know what? That's the correct answer. That's the correct answer. Get it. Question number 15. Glow in the dark or 3M? Glow in the dark. Question number 16. Favorite Jordan model above the AJ-14? Um, I'm going to go with 34 only because oh. the Zion um, the Zion shoes that he designed and yep. the 35s maybe because the Bio Boys. But. Okay. I like those. Oh. Question number 17. Which sneaker do you wear the most? Um, I wear the um, Off-White 4s. Oh, most. my God. 
Oh. We're not done with the subtle flexes. Okay. So I wasn't, flex. I wasn't ready. I've been wearing them so much since I got them. The other day I was in the grocery store with them on barefoot and I'm like, this has to stop. <laughs> this is too much you now. Know, it's like her new slipper, bro. Literally. Like slipper, guys. I like, oh, gotta take out the garbage. Where's my off-white fours? <laughs> Question number 18. This is for all the Atlantic Canadians. Lobster or crab? Lobster. Oh. Question number 19. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No, it's more of a burger. Okay, interesting. She was ready with that one, too. <laughs> she chose very strange questions to be prepared for. You got me on the back. She really had one in the chamber for is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> Question number 20. What is your number one grail? The um, Jordan 1 Union Los Angeles Blue Storm. Okay. Question number 21 then. Would you rather receive your number one grail or three other pairs from your top 10? I'm going to have to go number one, honestly, because I have like three spots left in my closet. So (laughs) space is very limited. (laughs) There you go. That's kind of another subtle flex, but it's also a sad thing to hear because that means less <laughs> shoes on the horizon. But uh, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure you're, you're find a way to make them fit. I it's don't think it's also going to mean a closet expansion. So. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it'll mean drop fronts or original boxes. Who knows? Maybe not. Okay, she made a bad face. All right. Anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> solely because of the Backstreet Boys versus In Sync question. You got one out of 21. So that's not bad. That's not a bad showing. And it's time for our next and newest, and some would say our favorite game. Alvin? How much is that? That's right. How much is that? But this time with a twist. So we're playing, our, for, our, for the first time, we're playing How Much Is That with a female guest. Usually ooh, ooh. we would do last sold price of a size nine on stock X. This time we're going to do last sold price of a six and a half on stock X. Let's go. Six and a half. And every single pair is a women's shoe. Let's go. And I do want to yeah. just shout out that this is, this wouldn't have been possible like two years ago because there was not any cool women's shoes. And that's nothing against women's shoes. They just, the brands never made them. So shout out to the brands for actually doing stuff for the ladies because it's been long overdue. And we've got some bangers Uh in here. And the first one on how much is that? The first shoe, woman's Air Jordan 4 off-white sale. You should know. Versus the the house slippers versus (laughs) woman's Air Jordan 1 high patent UNC slash windchill. So I think you own those two, but two of them. Is it two Ooh. pairs of the UNC Windchill patent Jordan 1s, or is it one pair of the Air Jordan 4 off-white in the sale colorway? Joel wants to know... How much is that? This is... I'm stressed. Mad bro. stressful. Two or one? Two v one. What do we think, Lisa? I'm going to go with the off-white 4s. Off-white 4s. Final answer. Final good answer. Is it a good answer? <laughs> is it? Oh, there we go. Did she pick with oh, her heart man. or her mind? We're about to find out. So, as we do, we choose the one you did not pick first, and that would be two pairs of the women's Air Jordan One High Patent UNC, aka the Wind Chills. Two of them. Uh-huh. One pair. Them. The last sold price, $795 in a six and a oh, half. Multiply by that that by two, I'll do the math for you. $1,590. Ooh, damn. Ow. I wasn't expecting that. Everyone feels less confident in Lisa now. Anyway. She got this. She got this. The one that she chose, the women's Air Jordan 4 off-white in the sale colorway. Potentially, at the end of the year... One of the shoes of the year, I think. Mm -hmm. Definitely Uh did better than most people expected. Love that shoe. Great shoe. Lisa loves that shoe. She chose with her heart. Mm -hmm. The last sold price of a six and a half of the Air Jordan 4 off-white in the sale colorway on Stock X is... Oh, my gosh. $1,335. Significantly less. You were wrong. (laughs) 
It's okay. Now she can cop a second pair so that she can just keep wearing the other ones as slippers. There you go. That means that yeah. they're not that expensive. Other things yeah, are more expensive. expensive. <laughs> <laughs> That's sneakerhead logic. Other things are more expensive than this thing, so this thing isn't that expensive. That's... That's words to live by. All right. No one remembers the first one. Everyone remembers the last one. The last one is the one that counts. This is the buzzer beater. This is the one that all of the listeners will remember until the day you die, Lisa. Are you ready? (laughs) No pressure. You better be more ready. The first one. Women's Air Jordan 1 high satin shattered backboard. Oh, 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 shoot. One of the uh, the new OGs, we'll say, of the women's yeah. sneaker movement. Straight. One of the ones yeah. that set it off. Versus Sad. the women's Air Jordan 1 mid Fearless Melody Asani collaboration. Ooh. So these are the uh, almost Bye. like the what the looking Jordan 1 mid. It's a mid um, with the writing on the midsole, uh, the cool watch bling, lace dubray. Alvin wants to know, Lisa. How much is that? What do we think? Which one between those, just one pair of each, is the more expensive pair? Okay, I'm going to go with the Melody Asanis. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Okay, okay, yes. okay. Ooh. All right. Are you okay, sure? Okay. It's looking good, I'm sure. Okay. She just okay. checked StockX herself. All right. Final answer. So we go with the one you did not choose first, and that is the Women's Air Jordan 1 High Satin Shattered Backboard. Shattered. Crazy cool shoe. Anything with a full satin build is dope. One of the original uh-huh. gangsters in terms of new school women's shoes. Last sold price on StockX in a size 6.5 is $938. Okay. Up there. Mm-hmm. Can a Jordan yep. 1 mid be more expensive than that? We're about to find yes. out. Yes, they can. The Jordan 1 mid <laughs> fearless Melody Asani collaboration. One of the shoes of the year last year, some people touted. Yeah. Yeah, last yeah. sold price on StockX in a size 6.5 is $1,504. Hey. Let's go. <laughs> one and one. One and one. We'll take that. We'll take that all day. All right. So before we get into uh, some things about Atlantic Canada and being a sneakerhead, because we are curious, we recently talked to a shop owner um, of an Atlantic Canada sneaker shop, and that was very interesting to hear that kind of perspective. But we also want to hear the perspective of a consumer and an actual sneakerhead in the Atlantic Canada bubble. But first, we want to know, Lisa, what got you into sneakers in the first place? How did this expensive hobby start for you? Um, For me, it actually started with the Air Max 90. So I was pretty crazy about those for a while. And that sort of was the gateway into Jordans. And my first pair of Jordans was the um, Shy Pink Jordan 5. Oh, nice. And then my second pair was the white grape five. So I, I was really into fives at first and I still am. But I used to be too. How did you get into the nineties? The was it just like a walk into Foot Locker and love at first sight situation or were you introduced to them by somebody? Um, no, I think I've always just loved shoes. See, I love any shoes, but um yeah, it's the Nike and the Jordan for me that really does it. Love it. Mm. Okay, so what's kind of keeping you into sneakers? We know we talk about it all the time, how stressful it is being into sneakers, especially as a Canadian now. I can only imagine it's tenfold being a women, a woman sneak. I don't even know why I'm saying a lady sneakerhead um, trying to, like you mentioned, the Travis Scotts didn't even come in your size. You can't even get half the shoes that release because they don't come in your size at all. And if they do, it's even more limited than the men's sizing. Um, but what's keeping you into sneakers now? all these years later, why are you still doing it? You know, you're right. It really is a real grind being a sneakerhead. You know, you're always chasing that next pair. And um, for me, it's just, um, you know, they keep coming out with amazing releases. And like you said, the women's releases are unbelievable. So for me, I think I just want to sort of focus on that more and um, kind of curate my collection a little bit and get more of the ladies releases that I've kind of missed out on. 
You did mention you only have three spaces left, so you really have to start curating from here on out. (laughs) (laughs) I'd love to have the Maldi Asanis. That's definitely on my hit list. Yeah, those are beautiful. There you go. You now know the price you'll have to pay. (laughs) Not cheap. (laughs) Um, So... As we mentioned, you you hail from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Shout out to all the listeners in Halifax, Nova Scotia. I think the population is about the same size as a small school bus. So I'm sure <laughs> not that many listeners, but I'm sure there's a couple. There's at least one in Lisa Laces. But uh, what's it like being a sneakerhead uh, in such a small city, especially a small Canadian city? Like, do you find it hard to get releases? Do you find that it's difficult to get things shipped because you're so far from the central hub that would be considered like Montreal or uh, Toronto? Like what's the experience kind of like for you? Yeah, you know, it's honestly almost impossible to get pairs around here. Um, There's not very many sneakerheads, obviously, but um, especially because I wear a, a smaller size. So it's really hard to get them. Um, but before COVID, you know, I used to be able to travel and I could you know, fly to New York and get a pair if I wanted to, but it's 2020 and it's totally changed. So (laughs) it's definitely changed the way that I get pairs. So I'm always looking for Canadian um, online shops and everything that you could Mm -hmm. save the duty on and, you know, support local and all that stuff. But what's your, uh, what's your favorite Canadian shop right now? Shout them out. I'm going to shout out Centrale in Montreal. Oh, true. Yeah, their prices are, dope. are fair and their shipping is lightning fast. And that's the thing for me. Oh. Like you said, I'm pretty isolated on the East Coast. Um, so, you know, if somebody can overnight something to me, Damn. I really appreciate that. Because you know what wow. it's like, you buy something, you want, you want it now. Yeah. So. yeah, especially if you pay a good chunk of money for it, you definitely want it quicker. Yeah, and exactly. you mentioned, I feel like you said it in passing, and I'm not sure if people understand how serious that was, about flying to New York to pick up a pair. You told me a story about that exact situation. Can you tell the listeners that story? Because I thought it was completely insane, and I think everyone else needs to hear it too. It's actually funny because it was the um, Jordan 1 UNC Blue Chills that I was going to get. And I just, I had to have them. So they were coming out and I knew I wasn't going to be able to get them. So I called my mom and said, hey, do you want to go to New York? And she said, (laughs) yeah, sure. When? I said, tomorrow morning. (laughs) And we flew out. And the first stop was Flight Club and I got them there. So. Oh my gosh. It was, it was pretty exciting. That's living a life times a hundred, I must say. I'm jealous of that. That's so close. How far is New York from Halifax? It's got to be pretty close, right? I think it's about the same distance as Toronto to Halifax. I've never Mm -hmm. flown to New York, so I don't know the flying time, but I know it's not a long flight. Um, What's the, uh, you kind of mentioned that there wasn't a lot of sneakerheads, but what's the community like, if not in Nova Scotia, then in Atlantic Canada as a whole? Like, is it big? Is it small? Is it a tight knit one? Because I feel like in Toronto, we have a huge community now. Um, but if you've been in it long enough, you see a lot of the same faces, you know, everyone kind of by name, if not by face. Um, and it's relatively tight knit. Like if you go to a lineup, you'll see familiar people. You have like a network of people that you can hang out with and call friends. Um, is it similar to that in Atlantic Canada or in Nova Scotia? Like, do you have that kind of community there yet? Or is it just such a small population that it's kind of just, you don't really know anybody else who's into sneakers? Um, it really hasn't taken off that much down here yet, but we do have um, a couple streetwear stores and a couple really nice sneaker boutiques now. So it is it is pretty exciting to see people getting into sneakers. I get a lot of DMs from people, you know, asking me for their opinion or girls wanting to get into sneakers and what nice. pairs are around or, you know, what I think would be nice. So it's really nice. Like, I just love hearing that and um no it's the community the sneaker community is everything really yeah i love the sneaker community we talk at length on the podcast about how beautiful a community the sneaker community is and yeah they show it every single day to us and around the world you see how cool sneakerheads really are Um, so you mentioned what it's like being a sneakerhead in small 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 city and a small canadian city what's it like being a 
female sneakerhead in a small, small Canadian city. So you mentioned that there's not a lot of releases. Like we know our good friends over at Courtside Sneakers. They get a good chunk of stuff, but he mentioned to us how small their quantities usually are when they do get a release. And I can only imagine it's 10 times smaller for lady sizing or GS sizing. What's the kind of experience for you being a female sneakerhead? Um, it's actually, you know what, it's not too, too bad. Um, I really can't complain. I um, have been lucky so far. Usually if I go to Foot Locker, I'm the only one looking for a size five. So <laughs> chances are I'm going to get it. <laughs> <clears throat> That's a good answer. And do you find that like when you do have to buy online or if you buy from like a boutique like Central in Montreal, um, that you have the same experience? Like it's not too bad or is it still kind of like trying to find older pairs in your size? Is it kind of like not the easiest sometimes? No, it's not easy. That's for sure. But um, if I do see a pair in my size, you know, it's, it's a pretty easy cop for me because, um, you know, I'm always looking to diversify the collection. Except if it's an Adidas, right? <laughs> as long as it has a swoosh on it, you're down to diversify the collection, is, is my understanding. I can't out too much. She only has three pairs left in her like. Closet. Yeah, she has three yeah, slots left. Three. Like once those are full, she's gonna stop collecting forever. So they better yeah, be. Retire. Yeah, they better be a good three pairs. What's What's next for you? What's your What's next on your hit list? You mentioned that you picked up the uh, and I'm jealous the Mocha Air Jordan One. Uh, what's next for you? Because you mentioned you want to look for older stuff. So is there something you have your eye on right now that you're kind of looking for? Well, I would like to have the, like we said, the Melody Asanis. Um, I'd love to have the Travis Ones. I'd love to have the Blue Storm Union Ones. And another pair I'd love to have is the um, Guava Ice Union Fours. How many of those actually came in your size, though? (laughs) (laughs) Not a lot of them. They probably have to be a sample pair or something. Oh, yeah. man. So as we know, those are super Ooh. affordable. So that'll be no problem for you. Um, <laughs> you mentioned when I asked you some things you wanted to talk about that you have a different opinion on the uh, pink it and shrink it in terms of women's releases. When we say that, we mean what brands used to do is, oh, it's a women's shoe. Okay, let's make it pink and make it smaller. And now it's a women's shoe. There's no real thought put into it. They just, mm. like I said, pink it and shrink it. And you said you kind of have a different opinion on that. What is your opinion on the whole pink it and shrink it thing? Well, for me, honestly, you know, pink it and shrink it is kind of negative. But for me, I love pink. I have a ton of pink Jordans. Um, So, you know, if there's a pink J, I'm likely to copy it. (laughs) And that's just because you are a fan of pink. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so that's why she's very down with the older Air Jordan releases because that's the the life the life they used to live was pink it and shrink it. Um, <laughs> what more do these big brands need to be doing for uh, for female sneakerheads, Lisa? Like I feel like they're they're starting to do more, um, which is awesome. But what do you want to see more coming from all these big brands for catered towards the female sneakerheads? Um, I would love to see them do like a full size run on all their releases. And um, a lot of the men's clothes, the smallest size that comes in is a size small. So even if they could do like an extra small, uh, um, that would be great too. I never even thought of that. The clothing, yeah, even the apparel, yeah, man. Yeah, some of that yeah. apparel they come out with the sneakers is ridiculous. And like, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I never even thought of yeah. that because yeah, the women's stuff is very different from the men's stuff. But if you want like a women's graphic tee it's still probably living by the pink it and shrink it model where it's like some like rose or something like you want like a cool jump man on a women's t-shirt and it's probably impossible to find. I never, never even considered that would be an issue. So I, you kind of touched on it, but uh, the whole like full size run thing, obviously we a hundred percent agree with, like I think every shoe should come from three and a half up to a million and a half. Like it should be available for every person. But how do you feel about these brands? And we asked uh, Abby and Shelby about this and they kind of, we're not a big fan of it. Our friends at make way um, about these big brands who say, okay, this is a women's only release, but it's going to go up to a size 15. So it's not really a women's only release. It's yeah. we're going to say it's a women's release, Straight. which means it's going to start at a size four, but we're going to make it up to a size 15, which none of our other shoes come in so that all the guys who wear size 13 can still fit into it. Do you feel like it. that's kind of a cop out or are you kind of okay with it? 
No, honestly, I'm fine with it because I just love seeing people rock their kicks. So, you know, if you're 15 and you want a pink Jordan, you go right ahead. <laughs> you rock it. <laughs> Lisa's as long too- as I can get a pair. <laughs> that's, that's the kicker. As long as she Don't gets a pair. Don't take her size five. Man. Yeah, exactly. Don't take her size five. It's beef. All the, all the size 15s can fight over that, but Lisa needs to get her size five. Uh, Lisa's too nice for the world, but we do thank you for being here, Lisa. This was incredibly fun. Um, hopefully you'll join us again sometime and do better on 21 Gestions. But uh, other than that, <laughs> we really enjoyed having you. Thank you for taking the time to be here with us. Honestly, I can't thank you guys enough for having me. I'm really happy I wasn't the episode after the StockX episode. <laughs> Sorry, Anthony, he was great, but <laughs> that was amazing. That was so cool. Oh, I'm glad you liked it. Oh, I... nice. I thought it was pretty good as well. Uh, like guys, like we said, Lisa, thank you so much for being here. Uh, it's probably well past your bedtime because it's already approaching our bedtime. But uh, thank you for joining <laughs> us. Um, thank you to everyone who has supported and or been a part of the podcast. Wherever you're taking in the episode, please leave a comment, review, follow, and or subscribe. We've got a Facebook group. We use as a forum, sell stuff, and connect with you guys called CGS Talk. You can find it on facebook.com slash groups slash cgs.talk. We've also got a website we use for reviews, recaps, stories, and much, 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 much more called CanadaGotSold.ca. Do not forget to use hashtag CanadaGotSold on Instagram for a feature. I have been Lawrence Hopkins. You can find me at LDoggyStyles on Instagram. Woof. I'm Joel Hernandez. You can find me at Joe Dooney, J-O <laughs> underscore D three O's N-E-Y. My name is Alvin Quincy, and you can find me at M-I-S-T-E-R-Q, and then Mars. And Lisa, let the people know where they can find you. They can find me at Lisa Laces. Easy peasy. Lisa, thank you again, and thank you for listening to us talk about sneakers for 147 episodes. And please remember to rock your kicks. This has been True to Size. We have been CGS and Lisa Laces, and we are out. Peace. Pank it and shrank it. Lisa, that was very fun. Thank you. Yo, that you was super good. It. Yeah. You did so good. Thank you. <laughs>